0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the
1: Cast. I am here. My name is Steve Miggs. We are live, but I guess not live for anyone other than us, but we're living it, man. I'm here with my boy, Kevin Deers. Oh, man, this is This is the experience of a lifetime. Kevin, huge wrestling fan. You also might know him from uh, Metal Shop. And Loud and Local. Loud and Local, that's right. So uh, we flew out to Dallas yesterday and made it in town for WrestleMania 32. It's going to be the biggest one yet. At the big at and Stadium. It's on the WWE Network. Nine ninety nine, all that. I think it's actually free for those that are new to subscribe to it.
2: Yeah, you get it for a whole month. You get WWE WrestleMania 32 for free.
1: And that would also mean that you'll be able to check out NXT TakeOver, which is tonight. And, and we that are, is the hot ticket. Dude, it, on StubHub and on all these other secondary ticket market sites, tickets are going for like $400 a ticket to go to. Because think about it. Yeah, you I got, got shook down for tickets, man. Yeah, yeah. People were going to steal my shoes, steal my tickets. Yeah.
2: <laughs> It was messed up. We
1: let them steal his the shoes, though. Yeah. I mean, it's only the right thing to do. People need <laughs> shoes. Uh, but, anyways, we're here. We are back in the room where they're going to be doing NXT, which is the big convention center. It's a uh, radio row. Basically, what that means is they just parade tons of wrestlers. We already see some wrestlers milling about. Uh, Apollo Cruz, I think I saw. Yeah. AJ Styles. We saw Bailey lot-
2: walking around. Yeah.
1: Saw Sasha Banks. Uh, also, we got Bray Wyatts walking around. So, we're going to be talking to all these guys throughout the entire podcast. If you're not a wrestling fan, this is probably the worst podcast for you to listen to. Um, all day on BJ and Migs. this morning, you heard me talking to some wrestlers and just doing my thing here in Dallas it's it's an awesome experience and, and big thanks to Joe and the rest of the crew over at the WWE for setting this up oh it looks like Sasha's walking towards our way so why don't we get things going Kev oh it's the boss they saved the best for first I think <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> exactly right? you gotta the start boss. with the best
3: man yes
1: this is Hell very yeah. very cool it's, uh, I've been raving about you in the ring for a while now I've, I've said uh, you know, not only just my favorite female wrestler but just my favorite wrestler in general
3: thank you I appreciate that I and mean, you're
1: just bringing it every single time
3: I try yes I'm trying to make it where it's not not Just a a favorite diva. Just a favorite wrestler, period. I don't want to put a label on it. Is it
1: fun for you to hear that kind of stuff? Because for the longest time, people just had a certain stigma when it came to uh, ladies wrestlers. And now all of a sudden, I mean, you and a few other people are just kicking that right through the door and just doing what
3: you're doing. Exactly. Like, that's been my dream of mine. Like, I've always wanted to be in the WWE, but I've always wanted to be the best in the WWE. That's always been my number one goal. So it's so crazy when fans come up to me and they they legit say the same thing that you say um, all the time. I'm just like, this is so... Weird. It's it's weird, but it's just like it's natural to me. Like I just I have to be the best, so I have to go out there and show everyone.
1: It's funny. I watch. I'll I'll watch your matches. You know, whatever wherever you are, and and it's funny because every time it seems like my wife comes home, I'm watching. (laughs) it's not like i'm like just sitting all day watching this. Sasha Bank, all
4: right you know what's still up
1: walking, she's like all right what's going on yeah you're still watching another sasha banks match i'm like i don't know and then she's like oh something came in the mail oh here it's a sasha banks awesome i gotta represent
3: of course sasha banks action figure yeah man i like you guys because Guys are good
1: and it's funny speaking of sasha Banks shirt uh, we do a big radio festival uh, in town, and I was wearing the legit Bob shirt. Hell on the yeah. Stage. The photographer takes the picture. Is that
3: the one that I posted? Yes. Dude, that was I, awesome.
1: That picture has made so much traction, and I loved reading all the comments because everyone was like, I've thought the singer of Three Days. I through. know! Like, all of a sudden, then it's an argument of who's the better singer. It's like completely gone past the fact We're that. You're like,
3: who the... is that guy?
1: And I was <laughs> saying, you know, that means she had that saved, right? That's right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I thought it was cool. <laughs> I, liked Later, it. I liked it.
1: <laughs> See, babe? The shirt came through. Yes. It really worked. How, how much fun has this been for you? I know I've been watching some of the stuff on the WWE.com. You've been doing a great tour diary. Yeah. Uh, but how much fun has this been for you? This God,
3: it's been crazy. Like, um, yesterday was actually the first day for me to be out of the hotel. Uh-huh. There's so many fans in the hotel. I was just like, let me just sneak out of here with my pink hair. I was going to say, it's real easy for you. It's really easy. Yeah. Um Get a wig. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been really fun. Like, yesterday, going to see the arena, oh, or the stadium, so to say. Oh, I just I cried like a little girl I couldn't believe it. I mean people tweeted me pictures of the stadium and I saw the picture of us in the middle but seeing that live that's 60 feet and I'm just like why the hell are the girls in the middle that's insane to me like,
2: man, what got a big head.
3: I couldn't believe it I was just I was in shock and it's just to see everything inside too it's huge and the stage is amazing so I just already thought about my entrance and like I hope I just don't pass out when I walk down the stage. It's I'm, insane. I
1: mean, how you mentally prepare to know that, okay, I'm about to walk out of this curtain, and there's going to be 100,000 oh, rabid fans going like, next. you.
3: I have no idea. I might just faint, but I just hope for the best. <laughs> I just got to think. Um, that would be a WrestleMania moment. Oh, that would be a, a great moment in history, but I have no idea what I'm going to do. Just thinking about it makes me, like, my, my emotions are always just going crazy because WrestleMania week is this insane and just even tonight for the nxt show i'm going to be there and supporting and i'm just like i feel like a proud mama like i came from there and i grew up there and it's just like it's been absolutely amazing
5: and you mentioned
1: that because we're in the same place where the nxt events can Mm take over is going to be happening and it's just like maybe like 50 feet away from us is there a party that kind of wishes can I be a part of that one too?
3: Sometimes, like I really wanted to be part of NXT London. I was like begging Triple H, and he's like, No, you're on the main roster now. So, yeah, and I was just like, Damn it! So it's really hard for me to watch back NXT, but I am such a huge fan, and I can't wait to see like Sami Zayn and Nakamura and God Bailey's match. I'm so excited for her. Who but- you
2: got Oscar or Bailey?
3: My girl Bailey, right. duh. I got
2: Asuka.
1: <laughs>
3: but I think I, I love Nakamura. I met him last night and I was like, King, is marry me.
1: He yeah. is, is he as quirky as he comes off of the Dude,
3: he's so cool. He was just in the corner just doing like karate stuff. But I was like, whoa, this guy's pretty badass. No, he's got be- <laughs> Yeah, I, oh my god, I'm so excited nxt think, is amazing
1: it's, it's it's i was we were talking about it yesterday i'm like i think we're going to be able to say like we were able to witness and watch like, so, yeah. like how ecw was at one point similar to the monday night wars i think this is like we're watching a certain like a shift it and, is and, and, and when we're seeing more of your guys like people coming from nxt going into the main roster it's like i think the quality of matches are coming up i think it's also bringing up the uh, quality of matches for all the guys the old dogs that have been around for Hell a while yeah like Oh, we've got some competition, and, and it's within our own home.
3: Exactly, and it makes things better. Even I watch it go, all right, got to step up my game. we will see the these girls match? coming up.
1: Whether it be ladies, whether it be dudes. Uh, it doesn't matter. I remember a certain match where you're like, okay, I need to step up my game.
3: Well, it's, it's every guy's match that I see. Like, anytime on Ron I'm like, wow, that was a great match. Mm-hmm. I have to follow that and try to b- do better than them. Any Sam Zane match, I'm such a huge fan of his. <laughs> AJ style, I'm like, oh, how am I supposed to follow that? But... Right? You know, that's my competition, too.
1: That's, that's the fun part, I think, about doing anything that's a performance-based. It know, is. And you have your peers that you respect, but also, in a, you know, a little bit, you like, oh, I'll do that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and, and these are people that I watch growing up. I used to watch AJ Styles all the time, so now that I get to, like, work with him, I'm like, this guy is yeah. so cool, but... Let me try to outdo you, bro. We'll see if you still have it. What's been your <laughs>
1: favorite non-wrestling WrestleMania moment so far?
3: Non-wrestling?
1: like things just have been happening, events. Like, Has there been anything that has happened so far? You, obviously non-wrestling because you haven't wrestled yet, but...
3: Um i haven't really done much i guess just go to the stadium was yep. the only thing i got to really do and yesterday I did uh superstars for hope which was fun i went on the dance floor dance a little bit what song <laughs> so it was a snoop dogg song all right all right. so um yeah well, that, that's that, it that so far
2: that's for so first it's
3: crazy to me um and I, I said this before uh wrestlemania what was it, 24 in orlando He was backstage and I was there with him right when. Don't know that
1: you're. That's my my cousin. cousin, Yeah. Yeah.
3: Right when Rick Flair came back from his retirement match, and we were backstage standing there, and all the all the wrestlers were back there clapping, and I just thought, whoa, this is a crazy moment. And just thinking about it now, that Snoop's gonna be there, Rick's gonna be there, and I'm wrestling Charlotte. Like, (laughs) how does this life happen? Like, ten years later. What like Oh my god This universe is just crazy How things happen heck, So like
1: where you're like Should we leave Like is this a moment Where we should be Well what, His know? match
3: Is a Whatever, whatever What was it a
1: Retirement d- match against Sean
3: But he did the The Divas match after oh, So yeah. that's why He was backstage And I was like Oh man, I don't want to be like these girls, but I'm going to be better. So it was and cool. I, and I don't want to keep <laughs> to
1: the stuff that's going on, but one, uh, one last question. Is there a certain wrestler in, within the locker rooms that you always look to for advice?
3: Um, I always go to Tyler Breeze. Mm-hmm. He's been so amazing since day one in NXT. And I always go to him for advice. He's the number he's one guy. Gorgeous. He and He's gorgeous he's and so amazing. Very strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned a few things from him.
1: <laughs> well, Sasha Banks, man, it's like, like I said, saving the best for first. This is awesome. Thank you. Fan. I cannot wait for WrestleMania to see you do your Me thing.
3: Too.
1: <laughs> Us two idiots over here will be screaming real loud for you for sure. I okay.
5: appreciate
3: it. Thank you guys.
5: All right. All right. We- Hello there, sir. My chick. My little Rage Against the Machine check
1: <laughs> Did you ever, Okay, we're talking to Bray Wyatt, and uh, we're definitely going to talk about WrestleMania in a second, but once you bring up Rage Against the Machine, I kind of start geeking out. Oh, they yeah. My all-time favorite band.
5: That is my 100% favorite band of all awesome. time.
1: Did you ever have a chance to see them live?
5: I uh, I went to Bonnaroo one year. Okay. And uh, I didn't get the chance to see them. Oh, uh. There's yeah, a lot going on at Bonnaroo. There's a lot of distractions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it has nothing to do with the music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, it's always, it always
1: has nothing to do with the music. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's one of those <laughs> one of those bands that I've seen Audio Slave. I've seen other, you know, I've seen right. Tim uh, Tim. Uh, I mean, Tomarello play. I've seen all the guys basically play. With other people other than Rage Against the Machine, it's so frustrating.
5: Exactly, and I, I know a lot of people didn't like Audio Slave. I loved Audio Slave. It's a combination of two of my favorites, you know, Soundgarden and Rage yep. Against the Machine. And and you think about like Tom Morello, man. Watchmen, did, did you? Oh. Yeah, the Watchmen was cool stuff too. Way out of his realm.
1: Have you ever heard of, uh, Brad Wilk, the drummer? He was yeah. in a band, and he was in there for a minute. I saw them play at like a small club with like 50 people. They're called the Last International.
5: I have not even heard of that female-fronted
1: band, bluesy and he played drums. So you got this huge bottom end
5: going yeah. on, and then you got this woman who's got pipes like you wouldn't even believe. And, and Zach De La Rosa, he came up with uh, another band as well, uh, A Day as a Lion. Oh, yes. It's new stuff, and that's yes. really, really cool.
1: The- I-, I remember hearing a few songs and going, okay, Zach hasn't yeah, lost yeah. his touch <laughs> and- or his anger one bit.
5: Exactly. That- I think this anger is why he's not in rage anymore.
1: <laughs> do you feel like music sometimes, I-, I feel like music probably has a lot of correlations mm. with what you guys do, especially yeah. when you're trying to build this character and build whatever it is that you are. Do you find influences and inspiration from music that applied it to Bray Wyatt?
5: I'd say it was all music, you know. Yeah. Like or what? Most like. Think? Like I think Rage Against the Machine uh, was uh, just the name one has been was was instrumental because it was kind of like a voice. of yeah. Like I'd never heard anything like this, and it wasn't just the music.
1: Dude, I didn't even make yeah. the connection. And now when <laughs> I
5: think about all your. pros, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like yeah. that's a Rage Against the Machine song waiting to be written.
5: Oh yeah, I'm a grunge kid.
1: Yes, what was you Seattle know. guys? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seattle, oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. Uh yeah, it was kind of like uh you know I grew up in in nowhere's land you know no one no one was talking no one no one went against the grain and it was kind of like corn and and uh you know Nirvana and Rage Against yep. the Machine that kind of taught me lessons that no one else would teach mm-hmm. you know that's everyone else was afraid to talk about you know that's how I learned about the man and yeah. you know all the horribleness oh, yes. and you know that everyone else tries to you know f- put the film over your eyes you know but the, it, it and uh, and it really did it just in me, you know.
1: And I think yeah. about my parents And they were always like I think they would listen to me Listen to these, this music And they had no idea That that was shaping my mind yeah, You know what I mean They yeah, just thought yeah. Oh this is just heavy Exactly all right, well, you know, But like you yeah. It's like a lot of my opinions A lot of my ideals Came yeah. from the artists That I idolized A Rage yeah. Against the Machine record Is a history lesson yeah. The stuff they don't teach you In <laughs> yeah, class It really is Do you really remember is. that first moment we heard Bomb Track I remember oh, it was yeah. a college radio And that, and we you know, were like You get all this different music And we're like Okay I'll listen to the Rage Against the Machine record No idea I just love the cover Oh, I know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden that opening riff and then you just like when it explodes it's like yeah. oh my God, what am
5: I listening to? I still to this day you know I had uh, not to this day I didn't mean that <laughs> but, but my childhood I used to have the uh, a poster. Uh, above my bed and I would look at it every night I know some most people had like some hot chick or something not right. me mine was a microphone with a grenade on it. <laughs> and it, it and it was it's instrumental it's actually helped me to this day you know Yeah, yeah as, as an adult it made me who I am
1: Dude, was it surreal? Uh, and uh, WrestleMania is happening on Sunday. Was and, and all the media stuff is going on, all the craziness that's going on. And there you are, Bray Wyatt,
5: at the New York Stock Exchange, <laughs> ringing a bell. Yeah, I mean, what was that like? I mean... Uh, about like you would imagine. Like, uh, I, I just walked around with a with a half smile, going, you know, I'm so happy that I don't belong here. The yeah. picture you know? made it look like a K-Fabe news uh, article. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like uh, the, I mean, all the guys walking around in suits, they just gave me anxiety. I'm, oh, I was just, I am so glad I'm not you. Right, and they're probably looking at you thinking, yeah, oh, I'm so glad I'm not that yeah, guy. Yeah, it, was like, a, it was this
2: serial killer here. Strange, yeah. different worlds yeah. when they emerge. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome.
5: I uncomfortable but it was it was just like it was like a car wreck you know it was just beautiful destruction you couldn't look away from (laughs) was it because you talk that up as being one of the weirder things that have happened
1: since working in
5: wwe 100% like it was such a big deal to so many people like i had no idea i go walking into this place and and they were like yeah this is where george washington was sworn in and this was the first building with air conditioning you're just like like, okay i was like what is this (laughs) why am i here (laughs) (laughs) like it's a big deal you're ringing a yeah. and it was like, very
2: cool. But Uh-oh. if they were to say, "This is where Rage Against the Machine played," yeah. To... <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, this it is will... the club they got their first show. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very cool and surreal, and I'm glad I got a chance to do it. But it, it at the time very uncomfortable. Oh, I bet, I bet <laughs> for everyone involved, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. You, know, you can look at that
1: guy and go, you know how uncomfortable you are to yeah. be around me? I feel the exact way about you.
5: I know. They tried to make us, you know, they make little jokes to warm us up. You know, now we have the Wyatt's here. Nah, nah. And we just, like, <laughs> blank stare. <laughs> Tough crowd. Yeah, cool.
1: What are you looking forward to most uh WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend? Is there anything that's, like, where, like, whether it be something you're involved in or something that someone else is involved in?
5: Uh I think, uh, then, well, there's a lot, you know, of course, WrestleMania is WrestleMania. It's, it's cool to watch. It's cool to be a part of. It's a very interesting uh-huh. deal altogether. Uh, something that's actually going on tonight. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about NXT. Yes. Uh, I was just over there talking to Samoa Joe and he, him and Finn Baylor going at it tonight. Oh, like it's going to be insane. Yeah. I mean, that that's still where my, my heart is still a part of NXT. It always will be
1: right. Cause that's I, what Sasha was saying.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're, you know, we were the grandfathers of NXT. Yeah. You know? We mentioned it to her
1: like I, think we'll look back on this era of NXT yeah. like how people look back on like ECW or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the Monday Night Wars or whatever it may be. I think that we're we're pretty lucky. We're in the middle of something that's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. I think, and, and and you obviously are at the forefront of that. Yeah,
5: I mean, when when we first went out there, I watched it. I felt it change. Like at, at first, it was just like FCW where there was still like 40, 50 people out there. Mm-hmm. You could
2: only watch it on YouTube.
5: Yeah, yeah. And and by the time I left, it had beco- it, av- it had evolved into semi-quasi what it is now you know we weren't running all the big venues and stuff like that but i can tell you this it was airing in canada right and i went up as uh to do uh, a loop uh, and i did salt lake city right i come out and i do my my entrance and everything i come out to silence i beat the hell out of zach ryder and i leave and then, <laughs> then no the big night, deal yeah then the next <laughs> night I'm, I'm in canada and I come out and it's, and you would have thought, you know, Kiss just walked out or something. Oh. And it was just like, I remember sitting myself and going, Wow, what a testament to NXT. You yeah, know, this is a beautiful thing. I walked out here and I was virtually unknown yesterday, and here I am now a rock star. And Zack Ryder is going to get it even worse today.
1: <laughs> and a far cry from the, the early days of NXT when you think yeah. about what it once was, I and mean, yeah. who would have ever thought that it would yeah. morph into what it's what it's become? Certainly not me. I was a part <laughs> of both of them. <laughs> Do you look? Uh, okay, so you're looking at the NXT. Of course, we have Takeover that's happening on Friday night. We're pumped. We're going to be going yeah. to that. I mean, yeah. I, just, I think. A lot of people are, like, going nuts trying right. to even get a ticket to that. Yeah. Um, do you ever think, like, if okay, if I could just go back for one night right now to NXT, Ooh. who would I want to take on?
5: Ooh, there's, there's so many. There's not just one. I think... Um... If I had the opportunity, it would definitely be Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, I seen you wearing that T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> someone gave me that shirt just for to let y'all know. But yeah, I I dig him. I always was very interested in the Japanese uh, yeah. culture of wrestling and you know how it's a sport over there. I think Shinsuke would be uh, someone I'd love to go to war with at some point. Kenta oh, as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's so many, it's so much. And like we were talking with Sasha, it seems like some of this, the new young talent mm-hmm. is like lighting a fire under the ass of a lot of the yeah. older talent. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, hey, oh, somebody's knocking on our door, and it's not yeah. they're not in a different organization. They're in our own home. we right. better to step it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. I look forward to it. Yeah. You know, I'm not afraid of any of them. <laughs> and, and,
1: and, and you come off fearless on the mic yeah. in front of – I would imagine – is there ever a time, though, that you feel overwhelmed with, like, you're out there in front of tens of thousands of people or in this situation, 100, nearly 100,000 people – and they're they're hanging on to every word that you're saying.
5: Does that does that trip you out? I mean, I'll tell you something. That uh, first of all, whoever's listening. D- just cut it out with the what chance? Yeah, it's dis- Thank you. it's disrespectful, and you're ruining you're ruining the show. And it's mm-hmm. not 2003. Yeah, I mean you're doing it to everyone that's out there. Just you know, if you disrespect me, you're 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 only ruining the show, and that's right. to everyone. I I don't care. I can drown you. It doesn't matter to right. me. Right. I'll uh, yeah. You can't. My do mic it to is me. hotter than yours. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but to me, I've always. Uh, uh, something that I don't think people realize about me is when I'm out there, it's always dark all around me. Yeah. So it's like this warm vibe. I, I almost don't see people like, it's just like, it's just me and, and everything I wanted to get off my chest. It's and, kind of meditative. Yeah, Even yeah. though you're
1: around that many people, yeah. that's
5: very trippy. I mean, it's nerve, it's, it's nerve wracking sometimes. Like if I don't really feel what I'm saying sometimes, it it comes across the yeah. ones the ones where I'm feeling it and the ones where I'm not feeling it it's it's it doesn't take a genius to to understand. You know? <laughs> see, I'm glad you said that too because yeah.
1: I I as a fan I get frustrated because I yeah. like to enjoy the show enjoy the show mm. for what the show is let let's yeah. see what happens let's see it unfold yeah. let's stop with the whole quote unquote hijacks I think yeah. it's it's gotten to a point where it's like okay yeah. you're cool and you're really smart and you guys know what you're in the know you yeah. read the internet what's the stuff. point of
5: CM Punk chant come on <laughs> right right yeah he's, yeah he's not here for you <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's not like he's
1: waiting back to are going one more 10 I'm going okay. I can't
5: remember where we were but it was a, a couple months ago and I was I was fighting Kane and there was a macho man somewhere, yeah. and I almost just jumped out of the ring and snatched Macho Man and just destroyed him because it was causing such a commotion, and it, and it just like, when I'm out there, I go zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. My brain doesn't tell me mm-hmm. this yeah. is not a good idea. I just yeah. go. I'll <laughs> so, just ask for forgiveness later. So, so Macho Man, if you're out there, I swear to God, watch yeah. your back. <laughs> Coming for you, brother. Hey, we're talking to
1: Bray Wyatt. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're very excited. It's WrestleMania 32 weekend. Uh, check it out on the WWE Network. I, I'm, I get weirded out. You know what? When the headphones go on. Okay, wait, wait, before we even forget, oh, we're talking here with Apollo Cruz. Uh, we're at WrestleMania Radio, Row. Oh, yeah. And we we're just talking. I, I like having headphones on because if I don't have them on, I think I might curse. Like the headphones are like grandma just walked in the room. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
6: I get that. I kind of get that feeling too. Uh, <laughs> grandma. She, my grandma didn't speak English, so she may not understand if I was a cuss, but. My mom definitely I could see that Oh okay <laughs> yeah. yeah She'd
7: be like What are you saying
6: I learned some curse words From my mom So <laughs> I think funny. she'd be like Good choice of a word son <laughs> The funny When I when I made my When I debuted in Brooklyn I think the first words The first thing I said When I came out Live on the network Was it was a curse word Because I, <laughs> I just walked out And saw all those people yeah, I think and I saw that yeah. <laughs> My mom was watching it She was like did he just say that? <laughs> I was like, I, you don't know what you're talking about. That was, that was post-production. Yeah, they wanted right, me right, to right. see more edgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just like, yeah. Which we curse to, word was it? F word? S word? word. Okay. Right. F word later on, and I was like, oh, oh I can't say that word either. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm just, I'm messing all the way up. <laughs> well, I would imagine it's
1: like a, a lot of emotion going on in your head. Here you are. This is a huge moment, a lot of anticipation, a, yeah, a lot of yeah, hype. for sure. You know, and, and then you first delivered. The word. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I, I think everybody lost their mind the first time we saw you in the ring in NXT it was like okay this is exactly
6: what we were hoping for and this is it keeps getting better and better i love it i love it man it's great to be a part of this man especially coming out here to you know wrestlemania man uh doesn't get much better than this who's your guy
1: in the locker room uh that a would inspire you to be a better wrestler and b that you want to like i hope that we get called up at the same time you know like that kind of like okay we're in this together Yeah,
6: for sure uh that's tough uh my boy uh levis Valenzuela is uh He's uh hasn't made his TV debut yet, but he's he's a great dude. He's one I bonded with. We ride together to the shows. Uh, cool. And that's one guy I could look at and be like, man, I hope uh, we look back on this like. Six years from now or whatever, we're on the, you know the yeah. roster together. Just say, hey, remember the time where, you know, he's out here this weekend. So he'd be like, remember the time we went to whatever LA Fitness in Dallas, <laughs> blowing
1: people's minds yeah. even at the gym. Right,
6: right, right. You know, so it's uh <laughs> something like that too. And, and there's a lot of guys that I lo- you know that motivate me. You know, it's it's what I love is like it's such friendly competition down here. And, yeah. Uh, we all want to go out there and sell the show, but most of all we want to go out there and uh, have the people chanting NXT from start to finish. Oh, so, that's got to be
1: a
7: great feeling for sure, for sure.
6: And then
1: uh, I wanted to ask because uh, you know you spent your time in Japan. Yep. Then you come here. A lot of anticipation, a lot of talk, a lot of buzz about Apollo cruise. All of a sudden, now we're wit- witnessing it also with Nakamura. Yeah. You know, yeah. spent a lot of time in Japan. Man, it's crazy. I mean, do you pull them aside? Do you have words of advice? I don't know, maybe dance tips? Who knows? Whatever it may be. But, like, I
6: mean, here you got. I, I think he would give f- you dance tips. Yeah, yeah he's he probably, probably would. Yeah. He's good on his feet. <laughs> My dancing is, uh, I might have two left feet. I don't know if I'm, I'm the best dancer in the world. I got, Fair right enough. I do know. I think uh, you make up for it in the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I could give him, if he wants to learn how to flip or something like that, I could definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's standing him flip. Too. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. The dance moves, I'll leave that to. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that wouldn't be a good sight. But I, I would
1: imagine <laughs> he's probably feeling the same things right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, for sure, I mean, you, know, you, you had sure. a lot
6: of anticipation for him right now. For sure. It's, yeah. it's, it's cool to come in here and uh, see that the uh, translation of, you know, people, the fans that watch just different brands of wrestling because, mm-hmm. like I said, I was asked earlier of, uh, if I uh, came in here expecting people to know who I was, and I did it, you know, and I walked out and some people were familiar with me. I didn't know that the NXT or WWE universe was familiar with, you know, independent Right now, now that I'm here, I realize that, but I didn't at the time. That, I was like, I'm gonna walk out here and it's gonna be crickets and. That's a no great point. Cause complete like, opposite. Of that. <laughs> I mean, was like, what is going on?
1: I think they witnessed it even with like AJ Styles when yeah. he came out for the Royal for Rumble. Sure. Uh, sure. Nakamura when they showed that quick little like that crazy like yeah. cell phone Austin footage Aries. video. Oh yeah, Austin, it's, it's you, crazy. You see the reaction of the fans. I would imagine like the the, the fine folks up up in management are thinking oh, man, we didn't realize that people were, knew that these guys and they were on their radar. Yeah, we yeah. got to start paying yeah. more attention to yeah, these Yeah, for dudes. sure.
6: I think it's good to experience it, like, too, is uh, you get all these dream matches that you never get to see anywhere, like Nakamura versus Sami Zayn or, you know, right. Finn, ba- Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe. It's, it's cool because any other in, any other place you will not get to see certain stuff like this. So I think that's uh, the people get, you know... Get a, get to experience some great stuff. And it's you got your taking on the drifter. Oh yeah. And uh he's a brooding individual. Love singing. Love yeah. singing. <laughs> but uh, I think it's all gonna end today. And
1: <laughs> uh, and a lot of people have been talking about, you know, like obviously at some point, whether it be, you know, Samoa Joe wins or whether it be Finn Balor wins some of those guys are moving up to the next level and a lot of people are thinking, well the brass ring or the, the baton is gonna be handed to Apollo Crews at some point. Do you pay attention to that noise or do you just kinda
6: have you gotta have blinders on? I kinda I it's just a little bit of both. When I first got here I got caught up reading a lot of the uh, I guess they call it, whatever were what they trolls or whatever they call it. I don't yeah. know and uh, the fans the, the fan. quote unquote the <laughs> fans never read the comments I, I stopped I stopped and now <laughs> at first it bothered me oh I, I bet yeah now I get Especially amused they're still a human being yeah. yeah yeah I get amusement out of it now I'm like man these guys and then I look and it's, it's, at first I was like what? D- not just me but they do it to everybody so it's, for me it's it's at first I was like, dang, what do I do? What, you know, what am I doing wrong? And now I'm just like,
7: haha. But
1: well, we have a bud uh, uh, that me. plays on the Seahawks. this <laughs> got Luke Wilson. He said sometimes the guys will sit in the locker room and they'll read the tweets that they're getting from the fans. You know, to kind of like lighten up the room. Yeah.
6: Do you guys ever do something like that where you're like, every so, you know, now and then we do like it might be like a the mean tweets. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like this guy said or like I yesterday I saw that on, on like, Edge and Christian. <laughs> show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. Cause I just randomly, oh look at these guys. And I'll you know tell me, or they'll tell me whatever you know, and it's just like. I read one or two and I'm like, all right, you know, that's enough because it, it's, right. I don't need that kind of, you know, negativity. You know? And sometimes I wish like you
1: could, like, like I mean, we do it too with our jobs, you know, we get we have a direct line via text yeah. for, for our listeners yeah. and there are some days where I'm like, man, everybody's in a bad mood yeah. Cause, and, and then you want to write them back and sometimes I do, I'm like, you realize that I am a human being reading <laughs> these awful things <laughs> you know that you're remember? saying. Yeah.
6: yeah. I, mean, I want to, you know, every now and then, but I know, uh, I, I... I just leave it alone. You got to. Yeah, you, yeah. you
1: can't, as they say, don't feed
6: the trolls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: All
6: right. <laughs> <yeah. But>, uh, <laughs> it's funny.
2: Apollo, think back to the 90s. Now, imagine yourself as a wrestler in the 90s and you're not at WWE. Would you be a WCW or an ECW guy? Whoa, That's a tough
6: question. Back 90s. I'd have to go with WCW. WCW? Yeah. yeah. I can see you in there. WCW. Me and my brother used to, uh, yeah, I don't, even, don't try this at home. We used to practice all that stuff, but it'd be like a. Oh, uh, well, I was back. a backyarder. <laughs> <laughs> Flicking back, flipping back and forth between raw. And, oh, yeah, like, it was a hey, golden age, bad. man. It's crazy, and that's like I said. That's we, I look back, and that was history for for me and him, or you know, mm-hmm. the guys that grew up with us, but. That's what we get to do now. You know, Dude. guys going to look back and be like, yo, NXT, you know, you're part of that. How's yep. that? It's,
1: it's funny because that's been the theme of the interview so far we've been doing. I mean, we talked to you. We talked to Sasha. We talked to Bray Wyatt. Yep. Every, we're all talking about how I think uh, I'm positive people are going to look back
6: at this time right yep, now
1: sure. as being one of the biggest groundbreaking moments for wrestling.
6: It, it's crazy, man. And uh, I think, like I said, those those dream matches that I was talking about earlier, what makes it so different and interesting for people to, to, be, to watch or want to be a part of. I think it's a great place for if you want, if you're a sports entertainer, amazing place and. Uh I'm excited about right now, the future. Yeah. You should be, man. Right? Yeah. That's Sunday. It's awesome. This weekend is going to be crazy. We had a good conversation
1: with uh, Bray about just music and how, like, Rage Against the Machine kind of helped dictate who he is as a character. And yeah. for you, outside of wrestlers, is there something that inspires you to be the, the Apollo Crews character, whatever it may be, whether it's a musical artist, whether it be an actor? Is there something that you look at and be like, okay, I could take something from that? And, and we might not even notice it, but, like, you do. That is a great question. I
6: never actually sat down and thought about it. I'd say probably more with uh like superheroes for example I was watching like, awesome. Dare, Daredevil last night you know mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh he and know, was going out here getting all these answers or whatever but you know he's, he's really against like uh, you know killing people and stuff like that but uh, he'll do whatever it takes to get where he wants to go Um besides that you know what yeah. I mean and he's just uh, his friend was saying you know you don't have to be this guy you don't have to do this you know and he's just like you know but it is I, I do have to do it it's yeah. who I want to be you know and it, it just uh it somehow inspired me in some kind of weird kind of way. It's like, I guess when you when you want something, you go get it no matter what it is. You know what I mean? I bet
1: there's a lot of comic fans in yeah. the, on the bus oh, yeah. and, and oh, backstage. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. one I
6: know, uh, Tom Kingdon is his name. He's a former bodybuilder. He's a huge comic fan. A huge comic That's fan. Awesome. I walked in with Incredible Hulk shirt. He's like, what are you doing wearing my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you rip it off. I'm like, oh, what, you, what do you mean? I start turning green. And <laughs>
2: Dude, I got <laughs> to ask better. you, it was critically panned. I loved Superman and Batman. Yeah. Batman versus Superman. What'd you think? I hadn't watched it yet. Yeah, I'm watching it. Yeah, all right. The all thing
6: right. is, I, I heard. Uh, Don't listen to the critics. Yeah, yeah, I've heard mixed reviews about it. I had just haven't had a chance to go out and watch it. That's the only thing. But I definitely mm-hmm. do want to see it. Favorite comic book film? Oh, I enjoyed watching uh, Deadpool recently. I really enjoyed that. Oh yeah. yeah, I that haven't was, seen uh, it yet, but I hear that's awesome. Just seen good. that one twice. Had real to. Real good. Real good. Uh, very funny references in there. And, yeah. Uh, I think I went to watch it with like a bunch of like uh, younger kids. Cause yeah. oh. Every time they yeah, <laughs> bring, <laughs> bring a, a school bus of twelve year olds. Yeah, I think every time something happened, they like. Start laughing to me and my girl like what's going on in here? I think we chose the wrong time. Maybe we should have came on matinee for the older people or something. I don't know.
1: I wasn't like a huge <laughs> fan of Ryan Reynolds going into it, but he killed he it. He did. He killed it. He killed it. And yeah. I thought it was awesome and admirable of him that he was so dead set on keeping it an R-rated film. Yeah. And I think uh you know what? Like, yeah. it, it paid off, but that it was did. a huge gamble. It I did. mean, if it yeah. failed because it was an R-rated film, right. he's considered the he's the bad guy yeah, for that. Yeah. I think yeah. that
6: makes it better in a way, though, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, as far as like uh movies go you, know, you know people enjoy that kind of edgy stuff you know, absolutely yeah. oh yeah
2: oh 100% agree yeah. and now You're, there's talks about making Wolverine rated R Oh, forget you about
1: it <laughs>
4: yeah
1: it's got to I, I don't want to keep your time but one That's last question it. I know you mentioned you have a lady in your life yeah. Um, does she ever freak out about what she sees in the ring you know I mean like I would imagine like I think well my wife probably I would like to see me get beat up every once in a while
6: <laughs> <laughs> I can <laughs> arrange that but thanks uh, there I'm is sure, a ring just sure follow, follow. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. but is we'll there ever yeah yeah, let's gotta do this. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Get these guys, fans, we're good. Standing, <laughs> shooting star. <laughs> right? Like, right on me. Hey,
1: guys, apologies, but we need, Apollo and I need to go in the ring for a minute. It's yeah, for yeah, my guys, wife. We got, we got,
6: yeah, we got something to settle for. She, I, hey, <laughs> don't just,
1: He didn't don't take the trash
6: it. out. Yeah, right. I, I got to do it. But did she ever trip out, like, you know, seeing what you do? Like, she, do you ever get a text, like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah I, I'll get that every now and then. Or I can see, sometimes I'll uh, glance and see her, like, real, like,
0: oh i didn't even <laughs> think about like, that hey, all
6: right. but uh it's like you know, rocky she, yeah right yeah. <laughs> Adrian, Adrian. You know what I mean? yeah but she no she's very supportive uh she's coming out here this weekend uh mm-hmm. and uh so supportive and i can ask for anything better outside you know? of you who's her favorite wrestler she, the funny thing is she doesn't even watch wrestling. Oh. <laughs> she's not a wrestling fan. See, <laughs> My wife yeah. said she's not a fan,
1: but she definitely is not. Like, she's not opposed to watching Randy Orton matches, <laughs> yeah. I realize.
6: Yeah. I'm like, maybe all maybe right. S- maybe some Roman Reigns in there. Well, that's yeah. my, my little sister like She doesn't watch wrestling, and it, that's just certain and guys should watch. But I thought you don't even like wrestling. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just like men in but spandex. <laughs> 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 well, who doesn't? Man, I love I mean, it. really. That's what
1: that's yeah. I, that's what what I, what I watch. watch. We live for this. Right? Apollo, thank you so much for taking some time. NXT TakeOver tonight. Take on Samson, uh, and that's going to be on uh, the WWE, WWE Network,
6: Network 9 pm
1: we're going to be here so look for us two crazy well I guess we'll be one of many two, crazy guys screaming for you two, two bold yes, okay. guys just yeah. cheering yes. we got it all right. <laughs> we'll have
6: some fun <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much man thank you guys I appreciate it
1: And I'm very excited about the next guy we're about to talk to because I listen to his podcast all the time every oh, week yeah. uh, the Sam Roberts wrestling podcast with the little help of Sam, it's nice to have you. Thank you. As a wrestling fan, that's been a fan my whole life. I have a lot of. I feel like, even though I've never met you, I feel like I have a lot of similarities, and it it blows my mind that you have Howard Finkel <laughs> doing the wrestling intro for your podcast. That's amazing. That's yeah. what I
8: said because, like, uh, you know, I've been doing wrestling interviews and and talking about wrestling on the radio for a long time. Yeah. But I got into the podcast game a little after. Like, it was like a year and
1: a half ago. And I feel like a lot of people were probably like, why isn't Sam doing a wrestling podcast? Yeah. Because I, of I just, your YouTube videos and all that stuff. Yeah. And I just wasn't necessarily ready to commit to doing it every week until
8: I was ready. But I said, okay, what can I do to separate myself from the pack immediately? Mm-hmm. And it was... Get Howard Finkel to do I was like once I get Howard Finkel to do the voiceover, I don't need anything else.
1: Yeah, at that point you've really just like kinda like staked your claim in the right. podcasting world. I've right. got
8: the Fink. Right. Let me hear your intro, bro. Yeah. Let me hear your okay, yeah. good.
1: Yeah, sweet intro. What you yeah. got a robot voice. That's awesome. I got Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel. And every time I hear it, I still get geeked out. I'm like, <laughs> I, I can only imagine for you. Um, and, and it's awesome. You that need that, Gary Michael Capetta, man. That's, there you, you go. go. That would be a good one. That would be a, good, would be one. a good one. All right, I'll take that. Yeah. You know? Hey, it's you know, it's no Howard Finkel, but I'll still take it. I'll hit, him up. I'll it, hit yeah. him up. Okay, we'll, we'll <laughs> make some calls. I wanted to talk to you because man, you've been doing this for so long. Like just, I always love talking to people who make legitimize what we love because it's always been like the yes. wrestling. It's always been looked at like, oh, that's just some what what you know you're watching a circus or you're doing this or a soap opera whatever maybe i'm like no you know there's actually people that do normal things that love wrestling and i feel like you have helped uh make it more mainstream in the eyes of a lot of people yeah well i i hope so yeah and there was you know it was weird
8: because in the beginning i was just doing it because i liked it and i like the idea of taking things that i like and things that i'm passionate about and things that i spend a lot of time with Mm -hmm. and and getting that to mesh with my work life. You know, I'm not like a hobbyist. Right. I like to take the yeah. hobbies and turn them into, you know, what I do, so it's all one thing.
1: And, yeah, and it's so much easier when you're talking about something you're passionate exactly.
8: about. Exactly. Right. And so that's what, in the beginning, that's what it was all about. And then I kind of realized what you're saying, that that was a thing, that there's this mainstream, because it's always been frustrating to me as a wrestling fan, too, that people don't take wrestling seriously mm-hmm. in the mainstream. Right. And I didn't, at first, realize that I was doing that that I was um, I guess sort of mainstream person that loved wrestling and mm-hmm. was being very vocal about it. You're a
2: tastemaker, Sam.
8: Yeah. And so I, and so that later on I was like, "You know what? This is and that was one of the reasons why I was like I want to be involved in wrestling as much as possible. Right. so that anybody that knows me from anything outside of wrestling is like, "Oh, well, I think he's cool." Right. So maybe this is kind of cool.
1: Maybe I'm willing to give it a shot and listen to that. And I don't know. You grew up in New York as well, right? Yes. Okay. So as a kid, I would imagine my favorite thing was right after WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. watch George Michael's Sports Machine. And it was like the one time a year that he would do some kind of talk about wrestling. And it was always like, or like, you know, uh, Warner Wolf back in the day. And all those guys, I'd be like, Oh, this is awesome! For a one day, they're finally doing something I, about things I care about. I would always get excited because
8: uh, WrestleMania, like the the week of or the Friday before, whatever it was. WWE would get the daily news mm-hmm. to cover their Wrestlemania right. stuff yes so it'd be like yes wrestling's in the newspaper
7: it was the
1: mask guy
7: yes, yes. yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> totally yes, totally yes. totally That's Yeah. so
8: awesome so it was always whenever it would trickle in because it was like wrestling was this little world over here that we had
1: mm-hmm. and when it would seep into the mainstream I was like whoa everybody's gonna find out this is great and now we're seeing ESPN doing yeah. it uh, yeah. it was a great article in Sports Illustrated about why ESPN's doing it which yeah. I thought was just I sent it to my boss who's also a big wrestling fan he's mm-hmm. like yeah, okay, so it makes sense for me to be broadcasting live from Dallas. Right. You know? Be-
8: yeah, and I think people are, are figuring out now the traction and the and the way those wrestling fans would just follow wrestling wherever it goes. TMZ mm-hmm. figured it out a couple years ago where it's to the point where they're breaking wrestling stories specifically because right. they know that, look, say what you want about it, but we're going to get way more clicks on this mm-hmm. than, oh, absolutely, you know, your yeah. Joe Blow celebrity was pumping right. his own gas or whatever story they're covering.
1: And they're saying yeah. that, like, right now, like, the page views on ESPN's website are through the roof or yes. whatever. I mean, so, yeah, you're going to get the people like, this isn't sports, you know, and it's like, OK, well, you can't make anybody. You can't make everybody happy. Right. But you are doing a disservice to your fan base if you're not at least tackling it and touching it and talking yeah. about it. Uh, for you, what's been your I mean, you've been doing a lot of these for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, from the SummerSlams to the WrestleManias. Do you have a favorite memory of any of them?
8: As, as a like a, as a
1: fan. As a fan, I mean, it's tough to beat
8: your first show. So, like, I spent four years in England growing up when I was a kid.
6: Sure,
1: oh, okay.
8: And my first... That's awesome. My first show was in 92 at SummerSlam. Oh, wow. At Wembley Bulldog, Stadium. Bulldog, Bret Hart. Yes. Jeez. And so it's real tough to beat that one. And my dad was able to get good tickets somehow. It was somewhere. was
2: huge, right? What was the attendance number on that?
8: It was 80,000, I think. Damn. I mean, it was massive. And they didn't know how to park cars for what I don't know if it was an angling thing <laughs> or what it was but like the parking lot was just a field wow so it was, it, it wasn't like there was no rhyme or reason about a it mess. and I'll never I was 8 years old but I always remember sitting in I was through the roof because you know I just saw summer right. so I was not in a bad mood about it but we sat there for hours literally over an hour mm-hmm. trying to get out of that field because 80,000 people had just parked their car on it, and oh there was no sort gosh. of. And you can't leave early. got to go. see the ending. I mean, Bulldog Bret Hart is the yeah. headliner. Right. we yeah. not before Bulldog no, that's Bret That's stupid. Yeah. Right. But, like, so yeah, so, like, a show like that, um, I'll never forget. Uh, probably one of the most memorable pops, as it's called, right. that uh, I got to see was I was at Madison Square Garden the night Triple H returned from his injury. Oh, okay. yeah. And it was just. It was just an amazing, amazing reaction to hear the—I've uh, never heard—well, I've never heard a Madison Square Garden reaction that loud. Right. Uh, Didn't he
2: leave a heel and come back pretty yes. much a baby face? Yes. Which just I think is probably— everyone was excited.
8: Yeah, and I, I, it's probably the same thing's going to happen to Seth Rollins, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody yep. miss it. Like, literally, you're watching—usually when that's a wrestler a point. Yeah. leaves with an injury, you're like, okay, the show goes on, and you're happy to see him back, but, like— I don't remember the last time I was watching the show actively missing someone. Like, I miss mm. Seth Rollins when I watch the show now. But, um, so there was that. And the only other, like, reaction that I'm really happy to have seen in person was WrestleMania 30 with Daniel Dude, Bryan. that I was,
1: mean, for us, we're Seattle guys. Yeah. So I was there for the the takeover that happened when, um, you know, the crowd took over. And I'm yeah. not a fan of the takeovers, typically. Like, when people are trying to be, the fans are trying to be hijack. more yeah. right being more important than the actual event that's happening but, but when it was organic when that happened that yes. one made all the sense in the world because yes. it's like we want this this is our hometown guy he's in the ring right now show him the respect that we think he deserves right Dude, I lost my voice, I never lose my voice, but I was, like, second row, screaming my brains out. Yeah. Like,
8: everybody just forgets everything and becomes a mark CM again. CM Punk was yeah. just yeah. laughing
1: the whole time. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. And then... What a great moment. I was, a, And then I went to the SummerSlam where he won for a half a second. I
8: was there, too. Yeah. And, and
1: I mean, the reaction there was, like, incredible. Oh,
6: and I'm it getting was, goosebumps even talking yeah. about it, man. Yeah. That was I, so awesome.
1: I
8: loved that moment. It was one of those things, too, and it's the way wrestling works. In the moment, I didn't mind that Randy Orton had come in and cashed in because I was like, okay... I get it. It makes Randy Orton the biggest heel ever, right? Because we loved that. We got our moment. The problem I think rose when Daniel Bryan never really got repercussions for it. Like right. he never, like he had a clean win over Cena mm-hmm. when he won for thirty seconds. Yeah. Right. But he never really re got the win to make it count. He never re got the title until it had to happen at WrestleMania. Like it just. point. And I think that was part of that that whole era
2: and the frustration that, that led to that actually ended up happening at Romania.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then I had that moment. Yeah, I couldn't only imagine what that was like. I mean, we got to be there for the retirement announcement. And, uh, and that was just, I mean, it was just so powerful. Yeah, it was a lot of grown men crying. Yeah. Dude, and it was great because I was right next to like an a, a, uh, assistant coach for the Seahawks who Daniel knew. And it was like the same row. We were in the front row. And there was like his family. So he goes, hugs his family, shakes that guy's hand. Then I'm the next guy. And he's like, I'll hug you too. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can become a 12-year-old again. Absolutely. Oh, uh, man. But uh, I do want to thank you for... A also doing a podcast that makes wrestling fun. I think you you come from a place of this is entertainment. Let's embrace it. Let's have fun with it. Let's not be overly yeah. critical. And I think it's great that what you do. I love your podcast. I love the break. My favorite part, really, is the state of wrestling when you and Katie awesome. break it down because it's he like. She just loves Katie. Well, yeah. Katie's uh, easy to look at, and she's, <laughs> and she's a wrestling fan. <laughs> a, that a real And a, a fan of gadgets, too. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, to hear you two talk, it's like I think a lot of wrestling fans would agree with me that we feel like we're in the room with you guys. Good. And, and thanks for doing what you do.
8: Yeah. Well, thanks for, thanks for listening to it.
1: Right on. You know? Well, Thanks, Sam man. Roberts, man, hanging out here. Check out the Sam Roberts Wrestling podcast, as well as his other podcast too. And if you have satellite radio, listen to him on Opie Radio too. So yeah, for sure. Dude, thank you. Thank you, and man. Thank you. And not Sam on all the social media. Everywhere. Notsam.com. All right, we are here. We are hanging out with AJ Styles, the phenomenal one. And I, I'm just at a loss for words. I'm pumped that we have you here. I'm pumped that this is. A, I, I would you ever have thought in a million years you'd be doing WrestleMania Radio Row?
7: I'd written it off, man. Yeah. I just assumed that. All right. There's not going to be a WrestleMania moment for me, and I'm okay with that. I can, I'm can, i going to live through this. You know, yeah. It's going to be okay. I'm glad it's happening. I really am, man. I'm so excited. Dude, I mean, is it even, I, I don't even know how to wrap my head around the fact that you're going to, at some point,
1: I don't, I don't know if you can, walk out and down a ramp with 100,000 people yes. losing their mind for you.
7: you. You know, man, it's unbelievable when you think about it. I wrestled in the Tokyo Dome earlier this year, mm-hmm. about, probably about 40,000, 50,000 people. Right. You know, and it's going to be doubled. You know, uh, at WrestleMania. It's unbelievable. Um,
0: Are
2: you the first wrestler to wrestle Wrestle Kingdom and WrestleMania in the same year? So I've been told
7: that there are two other guys. Okay. Um, Vader.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay.
7: And Benoit. Wow. Those are the only two. Well, that's a terrible company to be in. So so I threw out a, a, well, is there anybody that's been on Wrestle Kingdom, uh, MSG, and WrestleMania all in the same year? Mic dropped. Yeah, I yeah. So <laughs> take that, fellas.
1: It's funny. Uh, Kevin actually h- hit me to it, the, the Edgy Christian show that the episode that you were on, and uh, so I so immediately it totally went reeks to it. of awesomeness. Are they
2: going to talk about the Bullet Club, the Mullet Club? That yeah. was perfect.
1: Oh man, it's so great. Those and, guys are hilarious. And that one part, and I, I was I was stoked they even kept it in the. the Can we talk about that period of time where you were at this place for this long? I was like, oh, man, that's just hilarious. And I remember seeing you do a house show in Kent, Washington. Mm -hmm. And it was one of my favorite experiences because of you, because you wrestled two matches in that night. Oh, shoot. You you started in the beginning, started at the end. And at some point you were outside. And, you know, the house shows are a little bit more intimate. Right. And you grabbed some dude's beer and took a swig and handed it back to him. Was it a beer? Maybe it was a soda.
7: I hope it was a soda. Yeah. I would have puked if it was a beer. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I'm not a beer guy. <laughs> well, whatever it was, it was hilarious. I was just like, that is awesome. I mean, it's got to be fun for you to have those opportunities
1: where you could, you know, when there's TV cameras, obviously there's a certain way to do things. But when you're just doing it, I mean, I would imagine that's when it all boils down to just having fun, yeah. doing the art of wrestling, and, and interacting and engaging the fans. Right. That,
7: I think that's the key word is interacting with yeah. the fans, man. That's important. They want to they wanna be part of the show, man. Mm-hmm. you got to welcome them in. And then, you know, not only entertain them in the ring but even outside if you can do a little something you know make them feel part of the show i think that's important oh it's huge
1: and uh, we were just talking with uh, apollo Crews just a few minutes ago and we were just talking about how like the things that are going on with nxt and now uh, one of the cooler things is also uh, all of a sudden guys that aren't in the wwe circle are on the radar probably in the eyes of the upper people in, in the wwe because oh wow these guys are connecting with the audience and we didn't even realize that they were connecting with the audience and i think the the ultimate example was the royal rumble when you came out, you know I would imagine maybe some of them are thinking, um, you know maybe some people will know him, but the whole place erupted. That, that,
7: that's what I was thinking. Oh, I hope I hope someone knows me. Right. And it erupted. A couple of like, people knew you. Yeah, just yeah. a couple man. Yeah. I was, three or four. That's I was it. like, all right, somebody knows. Uh, you know. As How
2: good I stop did that and feel? take
7: it all in, like, oh my. I was God. watching at
2: home, and me and my friend, as soon as you came out, we did the AJ pose back at home in our beanbag chairs. It was <laughs>
7: awesome, dude. It you was know, badass. I don't know if you guys had a chance, but we uh, watched some of the reactions. Uh-huh. Uh, on the youtube and i was like oh man that's awesome you know that oh i can't believe people care yep. Right? You know, you know right it was it was awesome and i think it probably opened the eyes of a lot of
1: people like oh wow oh this was a very smart move on our part to get this fellow aj styles in well you the know WWE. I, i've been
7: asked before it's like how did you keep your name and and stuff like i have no idea how i kept that you know the whole phenomenal everything literally and i'm glad that they did and yeah. i'm sure that when they got the reaction they were glad they kept the name as well you know because you know you just said you know the fans in you know at the rumble saw what was on the titantron you know right i am and then the phenomena popped up but you didn't see that on television you just i heard this
1: this random music right and
7: then and and yeah the random music and then this eruption like who is it who is it it's ray j giles (laughs) yes it's that kid from fire (laughs) pro wrestling yeah the awesome one (laughs) yeah 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 i mean really but they were very smart in the way that they did it, and it worked out perfectly. And we're
1: seeing it now with Nakamura. I just read that, you know, he's keeping the Nakamura name. And, I mean, there was once a time where that was just unheard of. And now all yeah. of a sudden, I mean, it's got to – I think it's nice that they're acknowledging, okay, we don't we don't need to completely erase that guy's past.
7: Right, right. I mean, I, I think that he was such a huge star. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it could have backfired if, if you did call him something different. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the biggest stars in Japan, not just in – you know, New Japan, but in Japan. Yes. Dude, and we
1: big just saw Samoa Joe walk by, and it and, and,
7: and no just made deal. me realize no that he this is... is. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's fat. Yes. That's what I was about to say. He's Jake. No. How about some Scott's son? <laughs> he's fat. I'm just making sure he was far enough away from me <laughs> when I said that.
1: <laughs> but it's insane. Like, are the, some of the guys. Is there anybody that you see in the WWE locker room nowadays? And you're like, I can't
7: believe even he's here. Uh, you know what? I've been in Gorilla. Uh, me, Kevin Owen, Sammy Go, Holy crap, guys. <laughs> Do you believe this? And you were like Yeah it's crazy And you know Joe and I You, you guys know, were wrestling In like armories like, Yeah exactly 10 years I th- ago I, th- I think I want to say Me and Kevin Maybe a year and a half ago mm-hmm. Wrestled on an independent Together Against each other You know and, and, and Yeah
2: how's the hardcore yeah, I remember yes, that I got that exactly. DVD
7: Exactly Joe's one of my best friends mm-hmm. and, You know And we've came up Through this business together Yeah and it we looked at, we we were uh, going out to eat last night him and I and we we're going to meet uh, Frankie Gasaria and Christopher Daniels you know so our cool. buddies and uh, and we kind of looked at him and dude we're in WWE yeah. we're like oh yeah we are that's awesome <laughs> you know like you just got to kind of pinch yourself
1: yeah i said it has got to be a 13 or 14 year old version of yourself that if like you went back in time and said hey this journey will be you know a different one and we're going to I'm going to go different turns and take different forks in the road that some mates say but all roads will end up at Wrestlemania 32 and I'm going to be in the ring with Y2J I mean it's in, it,
7: I wouldn't I wouldn't have believed it
1: right I, I really would not have how much fun has it been to be doing stuff because I, mean, I think it's got to be a nice feather in your cap because you know you hear Chris Jarko talking he's like the only time I want to come back and do stuff in the WWE is if I think it's going to be fun and I'm going to enjoy the program that I'm going to have with and here you are
7: wrestlemania 32 and it's you and, and, and just the whole tag See, team it, angle that fact, happened yeah the fact that he has said that i didn't know mm-hmm. he had said that the yeah. fact that he says that says a lot about chris jericho and mm-hmm. and it makes me feel good that he thinks that we can get in there and we gel well together which i think we do oh you've brought um, out
1: the best in him in a long time I mean, you like, mean
7: why two jackass yes uh yeah <laughs> dude it, it, the guy's such a professional oh the what was it the one clip perfectionist and professional
1: all in the same and and he's and he, I think he's at his best when he's the quote-unquote jerk. Oh, yeah. And I he, mean, with the, 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 the can and, or the pail and the fire and burning the shirt and
7: saying your name, it was like, weird man, this is amazing. They always say that there's a part of you that's, you know, I'm like, <laughs> all right, Chris, I want to stay on your good side. <laughs> Uh, one last question. You know, all
1: morning we're doing all the
7: radio interviews. We're going to NXT
1: tonight. We're doing a lot of the indie shows while we're here. WrestleMania, of course. I mean, from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to bed for the next few days, it's all about wrestling. Outside of wrestling, is there something in your life that you love doing that you could spend an entire weekend doing?
7: Oh, that's easy. I, I'm, a, I'm addicted to video games. I knew it. Uh-huh. Uh, I just have a problem. I just, I'm not. I have arcade machines in my house. I have old school games in my house that no. I play. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, I have the new stuff, man. I just can't help myself. I have an addiction.
1: What's the current obsession? What game?
7: Uh, I, I don't know if you guys played it, but I really enjoy the new Call of Duty. I think it's really fun. It's All different. Right. It's, the maps are smaller. Um, but at the same time, there's a couple they've changed some so they've tweaked it where it's. I think it's a great game, man. I really enjoy playing it.
1: Are you awesome? Are you anxious for next year when the new WWE game comes out and yeah. Eight? Yeah. Oh,
7: my kids are like, Dad, you're gonna be on the next. I'm like, Yes, I am. You better believe yeah. it. Yeah. I just hope I'm in at least an 88 on there.
1: <laughs> 88 or higher.
7: <laughs> That's totally not gonna be. I'll be an 82. We'll probably. see. We'll see. I think I think uh, um, Xavier Woods was an 83. Okay. Which was, uh, which was I think a higher than DDP which you, I disagree with.
1: Do you guys talk about that in the locker room like what you're rated like out of 100 on your video <laughs> games? That's awesome.
7: Yeah, we, you know what, we played it. I don't know if you guys do this, but AT&T Stadium we actually played it up up down down. Mhm on the on the big screen oh that's awesome wow. it was pretty awesome
1: well we got AJ Styles I'd like to thank you uh I know again, let you run you got other stuff to do but uh we really appreciate you taking time to talk to us yeah man thanks for having me all right we are now here with the man himself we were just talking with uh, AJ Styles you walked by yes, and I'm yes. like AJ do you realize that you and Samoa Joe are at Wrestlemania weekend that is so surreal how is it for you
9: it's, it's kind of the same man I gotta I gotta admit you know we were uh we actually were, were driving to dinner last night and uh uh, we kind of, yeah, there was a moment in the car, I kind of looked over him and I go, what
1: the hell are we doing here, man? He's like,
9: <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, <laughs> we'll keep it at that.
1: What's been uh, your favorite uh, memory or just something that's popping up in your head? You're like, you know, this is pretty damn awesome. Like the, like something that's gone on since you've joined the WWE crew. Um, you
9: know, honestly, uh, you know, from SummerSlam to here, like, you know, just this whole experience, man. It's just uh, from, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, from, from from fan access to, you know, just uh, how crazy the fan. I mean, they we've taken over the town, of Dallas, man. Which yeah. Is no easy feat. It's a big, it's a big town. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny everywhere we've gone, we've there's been wrestling fans, and um, you know, at the risk of sounding Beatles, just being swarmed. Uh, you know, going to Walmart—it's kind of weird.
1: Oh, it's got to be the Especially weirdest like, thing. you know,
9: hey, let's go get a 5 energy. You walk in there it's like, oh, God.
1: <laughs> I don't need any more yeah. energy. I got people find, chasing find me. Find the
9: nearest drive-thru drive liquor store. Selfie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and here you
9: Maybe are. Maybe we should have went to Walmart. That was kind of a reverse mistake, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> no wrestling fans at Walmart. Yeah, yeah, You're doing yeah, yeah, nah, great. Nah, yeah. Nah.
1: Well, here you are. You're going to be on the main event of uh, NXT TakeOver, and that's tonight. Ooh. Um, that's got to be pretty awesome, knowing that, like, you know, Hey, it seems to be the hottest ticket right now. Everybody is like going nuts trying to get a ticket to this because it yeah, sold man. out so quick. Uh, so, I was, me up.
9: so I was scalping my car. Co- oh, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> 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 no, yeah, it, it was crazy. Uh, we, I was talking to a few people who were talking about like some of the ticket prices for, for to get in the building tonight. And I was just like, Phew.
1: Yeah, we saw like at one point, I think something was like on StubHub yesterday, like $400. Yeah, $400. Yeah. Is That's like cheapest. Super Bowl.
9: Yeah, I, I literally want to meet that guy who paid that and just walk in. My, Are you not entertained? You know, and then. <laughs> Kind of give
1: him the... <laughs> That's the guy you have to perform for. Yeah, yeah. He should hold the sign saying, that poor guy. I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. that guy. I'm the guy who dropped four bills. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make this happen. How pumped are you to be a part of it? I mean, you got you taking on Finn, Finn Balor. The two of you have just been magic so far in NXT. It's it, It's got to be a blast that tonight all eyes are going to be on you guys. Absolutely, man. Um,
9: you know, it, it's funny how NXT's kind of just uh, been this avalanche and just has... has evolved and changed so much even within the past two years i mean even within the year that i've been here yeah and uh to kind of be a part of this groundswells it's, it's been an amazing experience
1: oh ab- absolutely do you look forward to like what's next i mean as far as like you know everyone's got their speculations i'm absolutely you know we're as fans we geek out we read all the internet it, you know it's the funny when, when i
9: when before i had kind of debuted here um you know, everybody had their speculations and stuff and, and, you know, it's literally the same question I got last year when I was doing media rounds uh, around WrestleMania time. Um, But you know what? It's funny, man. I I will say this. Um, I would hate to ruin a special moment. (laughs) So, uh, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Check out Raw. Check out SmackDown and, Check out NXT on Wednesdays, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens.
2: Something I kind of freaked out about is the fact that when you came back, you were wearing, a, or when you came to NXT, you were wearing a Samoa Joe t-shirt. We There Absolutely. was, like, memes of, like, welcome to NXT with Joey Samoa. Oh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so it was just so cool to see, like, you are... Samoa Joe in a WWE product. Yeah, man. he was incredible. You get a good lawyer, guys. It,
1: <laughs> <out>. <laughs> well, it seems like you're paving the way for a lot of guys. AJ Styles, and you got now Nakamura.
2: Yeah, I
9: mean, you know, in a lot of ways, I think uh, my uh, entrance in the WWE was very experimental, and um, the experiment has been working so far. So uh, I think it did kind of give a little bit of leeway to other people who they are going to bring in and, and kind of, um, you know, maybe open the door a little bit for, for you know, them to realize, okay, you know, um, if a guy's kind of branded and have something behind him let's uh let's ride with it and see what we can do with it who's
1: the the guy that uh when you first went into the locker room that you you sought out like who's that one dude that you were like i'm so pumped and i'm gonna get to work with this guy
9: um you know obviously um it's funny uh you know me and kevin owens uh have known each other for a long time we've we've we met early really really early in his career in Mm -hmm. montreal and uh seeing Kevin kind of evolve into what he has today same with Sammy Zayn. you know Sammy was another guy that um you know I, I worked with probably very very early in his career in Montreal and to see the journey that they, that they took and seeing them kind of um kind of come up and grow in places that that you know I started in yeah um you know it, it was there's kind of a kinship there and then and, and, and you know obviously Finn um I've known for years and um you know working with him and and, and now working across from him um, and, and seeing, you know, just all the momentum that he gained and what he's become has been, you know, kind of awesome. So, I mean, those are definitely the guys.
1: Oh, it's going to be it's going to be a blast to see you and Finn mix it up. I would imagine he's going to be in his full demon outfit and all that. Oh, yeah, he's going to be all pretty painted up, All pretty painted up. I have yeah. a question because you've, you've done so many different places from, and different places in the world yep. wrestling all over. I mean, you've been doing it and grinding away forever. Is there one memory that co- pops in the back of your head as being like that most embarrassing moment while you were in the ring? No, because I'm awesome and I don't have such things. Uh, That's the answer I was hoping for. Good Lord. Why would I ask such a stupid question? Yeah, the question was the
9: most embarrassing that's happened in my career. I agree. (laughs) I I, I
1: have let you down. I think I should turn in my radio broadcaster card. I'm done. We're just going to enjoy wrestling as fans again. Uh,
2: (laughs) So there's a match right now that, I mean, for years, it's been a bit of a cult classic on YouTube, you versus Necro Butcher. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that going down. Like, uh, how brutal – was that not to you but just how many how injured was he at the end of that one
9: uh he wasn't at all because uh the, the good old necro is uh he's an anomaly in, unto himself uh it's funny man he's uh he uh he means well but uh he's blind as a bat and, and <laughs> uh he just he, th- he swings for the fences man and uh I, you know I, I will say this man i i, I love necro to death uh, outside the ring probably one of the sweetest <laughs> human beings you'll ever meet. It's, it's hard for you to believe, but, uh, you know, once he gets in there... I've heard man, him on
2: podcasts. He's smart. He's a smart dude. dude. Uh,
9: incredibly intelligent. Incredibly yeah. intelligent. I think it doesn't get enough credit because, you know, when you see a guy walking on broken glass and bare feet, it's, it's hard to really talk up his intelligence. <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, but uh, you know, he, he's, he's, just this, he's just this crazy anomaly of a man that's just, uh, he's indestructible and He's just like, man, bring it. Bring it, Big Daddy. All right, let's go.
1: And uh, Joe, we're, we're going to see you tonight. NXT. Check it out on the network. NXT TakeOver. Thank Absolutely. you so much for taking some time and talking to Thanks, us. Nice Chance. Pleasure. All right, uh, here we are. We're hanging out with Peter Rosenberg, the man himself, the host of Cheap Heat, a hot 97. I'm a, a New York guy. I grew up in New York. So uh, in Brooklyn, right by King's Plaza Shopping Mall. Oh, on
10: I King's Plaza, King's Plaza Mall. Yep. Uh, a, an underrated um, staple of early hip-hop folklore
1: oh all right i like it
10: it's a it's, it's a place i mean a lot of people hang out there
1: oh absolutely right there on every U and flatbush man that, that was my that was my whole life yeah
10: my my uh my grandparents uh always lived and the house is still there owned by my, my aunt in rockaway so king's plaza is very close oh right on there okay so for those that don't know uh Peter Rosenberg, you
1: got Cheap Heat. Well, if you're a wrestling fan you're listening to this podcast, you're very aware of Cheap Heat. You know it's, Cheap Heat. You also know Hot 97. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. But for the wrestling fans, uh, yes. did you ever think that by, hey, I want to do a wrestling podcast because I'm a fan of wrestling, did you ever think that it would blow up as huge as it's blown up to become?
10: Um... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. When I first started doing a lot of wrestling stuff, um, about seven, eight years ago, I don't know what expectations I had for it, but I, I guess I am surprised that the podcast specifically has done this well because we don't really have guests or anything, right? You know, that's, that's what's, that's what's sort of cool is that it's really just a pure fans, um, podcast,
1: I think anytime uh, you could kind of make it feel like the people listening are sitting in the room with you guys. And that's kind of, I, I listen every week. And when I'm listening to it, it's just like, oh, you, you almost want to yell out something because you're like, oh, I'm, I'm in the room with them. Oh, wait, no, I'm just listening on the podcast. But like that's the environment that you guys have kind of created and fostered on that podcast is just three dudes just shooting the ass. And you have yeah. your own dictionary of terms
10: now. Yes, we do. That part's cool. You know, that's a, that's a big part of it, though. It's funny. I, I realized that sort of later into doing the show is that a big part of its success is having a language that people people talk and feel right. like they're a part of you know like their own and inside joke yeah, yeah that's that's a, that's a real that's always a big thing it's a big thing for radio mm-hmm. it's a big thing for podcasts I think it's even bigger for podcasts um but yeah I didn't think it would be as well received as it's been and uh I'm excited and it's led to some cool stuff and uh you know this week I'm working with uh I, I ended up getting a job with ESPN unrelated to the podcast yeah that's so badass uh, thank you but now I'm using the podcast to the because I'm the wrestling guy on the podcast, which right. is through ESPN. Even though it's up till now, it's been happenstance that I did the podcast and worked at ESPN. Yeah. the company's so big that like they just weren't connected. But so we, when, need
1: a, we need a podcast. We have one. Right. So that, well, that, that
10: kind of did happen actually. I, I, I was told so exactly. Like no one would even knows. When Grantland left, right, we fell into like the the abyss of ESPN. And and ESPN is a huge universe. It
2: was like one week off. I was like, is it gonna
10: die? I, well, you know, I. And the crazy part is, people still come up to me and they're like. Yo, when are you, guys, are you guys coming back? I'm like, bro, did you ever just search cheap in iTunes? It's not that hard. <laughs> like, why? What, what was your? So you you stopped getting the feed. I understand that's super annoying. Yes. But you never just clicked no, search no, one no. more time. No, like You guys are dumb. Yeah. So no uh, goodbye, no nothing. Thank so, so, you, Rosenberg. So now I'm doing. Uh, I'll be doing red carpet for the Hall of Fame on Saturday night. Wow. Uh, for ESPN, and then I'm uh, interviewing Snoop Dogg. About his Hall of Fame induction for SportsCenter Center on Sunday. That's so only
1: they had a guy that knows hip hop music to interview Snoop Dogg. Oh, right. right? I mean, it, it
10: is funny though that it ends up being literally the hybrid of everything. Like yes. it's a wrestling thing. We have a rapper here. Mm-hmm. Who could do this? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it sure as hell better be me. Or right. I'm not <laughs> doing my job. I would have been pissed <laughs> if it was someone else. But if they got someone else to interview <laughs> Snoop Dogg at WrestleMania who's not me. Like this has to be I work at ESPN, I would have killed myself. That,
1: that would have been a dick
10: move on there, but they're like, yeah. you know even like an April
1: Fool's prank yeah. at Rosenberg. I know you like everything and you're <laughs> knowledgeable about everything. But well, no, this isn't for you. We got somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> you know
10: what? You're, I don't know why I thought of this, but for whatever reason, when you said the thing about shouting out in your room, it did give me an idea about the podcast. Though I think I would like to find a way to incorporate callers here yeah. and there. You know, I think that would be something that a new twist to add to it. That you know, there are podcasts that like have a lot of calls. But those podcasts, and, and this is going to sound like... welcome everybody, give to the Wrestling Observer hotline. Okay, I wasn't going to go there, but yes, it is. It's a lot like that, right? <laughs> Shots fired by Kevin. Yeah, yeah, Brian Alvarez is my dude. No, and listen, a lot of, and I haven't listened to Brian's show, but like, I listen to Wade, love Wade, super yeah. knowledgeable wrestling. Mind. He's not a radio host. That's just not. these guys are really great. And I used to listen a lot, so I certainly understand, mm-hmm. especially early on when other wrestling podcasts weren't getting done, these were the only ways to really hear about wrestling, and they were really knowledgeable. Wade's really, Wade Keller's super knowledgeable, so is Brian Alvarez. So they know a lot of stuff, so it's great to Here, what we do is a little different. It's more like an entertaining radio show. For sure, right? Where we reference wrestling, yeah. Exactly. So adding the caller element is kind of just like making it more of a radio show. Yeah. And I love interacting with callers. I love fighting with callers, and just so that you just saying that made me think like "Hmm, maybe we should have an opportunity for people to participate a little bit more. Do we do
1: a segment on our radio show called Listeners on the Loose, and for the last hour of our show, we just. You know, the screener just puts up whoever wants to talk about whatever. And it's my favorite segment for that reason because it's like there's so many loose wild cards that, you know, that loose cannon that's going to call in. And, you can't plan it. You can't. You can't. You, you don't, don't know, know
10: what you're gonna get out of that. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I I love doing that. So yeah, thank you for the inspiration. <laughs> That's what we're here for,
1: man. We're your think tank. Yeah. Who knew
10: it? <laughs> I, who knew I would I would learn so much from you guys?
1: Uh, what's uh, What's uh, been your favorite? Um, I guess of all since you've been doing stuff that involves wrestling, so it's kind of like become a quote unquote profession, but it's obviously a passion as well. A favorite memory in the last few years because of what you're doing that you had an you had an opportunity to experience.
10: I mean these these are all really good. These Wrestlemanias are all really good. Yep. Um, you know, I I spent many years working to build a relationship with the company that I have where I'm still critical and I'm still honest, mm-hmm. but they still treat me well. And right. that's it's a nice place to be in. Yes. Where I still get, you know, I get good seats to stuff and I, it's it took a long time. And so I I'll tell you that, I never take that part for granted. Literally going to shows and sitting close, I'm with you. I, I do not take that for granted. I, I got mean, to be
1: front row for Daniel Bryan's retirement speech uh, and dude. we were his family, a guy that works for the Seahawks, me. So he hugs, 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 hugs the Seattle guy because he knows him. And then he's like, Well, I mean, I'm just.
6: I'm part you of got it, it on the
1: hug? Yeah, got on the high five and the yeah. hug. <laughs> oh, that's mage. Dude, that's
10: mage. It was huge. I was just, yeah. like, so I never take that for granted, yeah. getting to be close to stuff. And, seeing uh,
1: fans have cheap heat signs, that's got to blow you
10: away. That's that's really dope. We yeah, saw well, it
1: in Seattle. We saw the shirts.
10: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah the cheap heat shirts are getting around. That's really cool. And, you know, seeing the mage signs and stuff like that's yeah. really cool. So. I don't know. I love that we have like a little community and people are really into it and uh I'm I'm really I'm extremely proud of the GP show. I mean, I'm I'm as proud of that. I mean I'm wearing it on my jacket. I wear it. I'm my patch. I'm patched up. I'm yep. as proud of that as any as anything that I do. I'm really into it.
1: And it's t- you, it t- you could tell. I mean, it shows
10: definitely. You guys do. A I mean, great listen, job. I have weeks. I have weeks. You can also tell I didn't watch Raw, but let listen. That's but, called being a normal wrestling fan. So
1: I I enjoy those episodes when you sound like you're like what what happened? Oh, I'm sorry. What
10: was going on? Because I fill that's you that's in, and you're, in. Like, and you're like, oh, okay. I, didn't miss much. I didn't exactly, and and I'm comfortable with it, and I'm even comfortable with the WWE hearing that because I'm like, listen, guys, I will support the product every week. That doesn't mean I'm able to sit through three hours of RAW okay. every week. You have to be real. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously here doing a podcast about it, but yeah. I doesn't mean I need to watch every minute of every episode. But that's yeah, that's what I mean. Just part of the uh, the regular uh, fan, you know, part of it. Absolutely. Well,
1: uh, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes. I know you're a busy, man.
10: Dude, um, no, I'm just dealing with uh, random crap from the radio station, but it's great being with radio guys who yep. can appreciate that situation. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: afraid to look at my emails right now for that <laughs> same reason, because it's like I'm the point of contact.
10: off. Right? Well, it's, it's still early, so I want to get this done right right now so you can enjoy the rest of the weekend
1: exactly Peter Rosenberg Cheap Heat check him out over there and uh, on Twitter if anyone wants to find you
10: Rosenberg Radio Twitter, Instagram, everything uh, Snapchat,
1: whatever awesome dude thank you thanks guys we're in the middle of a think tank right now with the New Day. Oh! We're talking about, talking about t-shirts it's what are we real. working on. It's oh, real. You, ain't,
11: you ain't gonna know. We're in the Budios yeah. screens right now. This you is don't live? Know about the you oh, yeah. Know live right now? Perfect.
12: And really? uh,
1: live. Speaking of uh, your merchandise, this is um, I'm very sad I did not bring my coffee mug with me, but uh every day my coffee Board mug is mug. the New Day mug. No, it's not. I will prove it to you right uh, now. I was say, do we have Show a mug? Me.
4: We yeah, do, we have do. A mug. I forgot about
1: that. Yeah, it's yeah. somewhere in here. There we go. Right there. Uh, nice. That's it. Uh, I like it. I drink my booty every morning. Oh,
4: there you go. You drink your booty? Drink booty your booty. Juice,
1: that didn't baby. sound right. The booty juice, yes. <laughs> right. Ain't that's nothing right. wrong with drinking booty. No. No. As Come long on. as you use the Stevia, it's fine. Yeah. For health yeah. reasons. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, yeah.
11: We'll yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> put natural sugar in there, real sugar. I like sugar. You,
1: know? you guys will probably get a kick out of this. I have a, a dude that I know that plays for the Seahawks. He just recently re signed with the team. And when he re signed with the team, he was wearing his New Day shirt. I think oh, someone sent us a picture it? of AJ it. Francis.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he puts like us up on Twitter uh, often. He had a yeah. shirt on and a yeah. hoodie, did yes. he? Yes. Yeah, somebody and sent us y- that picture. And yesterday, yeah, yeah
1: he sent me, uh, I was talking to him because he's coming also and he's going to try and swing by at some point here to hang out with
4: me. Cool.
1: Yeah, but he was just like, I'm wearing my New Day shirt and my New Day hoodie right now. Phenomenal! Yes. Man, How phenomenal. do you get phenomenal? That's got to feel great to know, like everybody from football players to stupid radio guys, we're all geeking out <laughs> over the new day. It nope. feels
12: good. It's cool because, like, uh, we talk about this a lot. Like all the hard work that's gone into it, so it's nice to see, like, the, the fruits of our labor. Yeah. yeah, you know, people are appreciating it, even like if they're not like huge fans of it, they can appreciate what we're doing you know what I mean
1: yeah. does it feel good also knowing that I think when it first when the New Day first debuted there was a lot of negativity and thinking. A lot of negativity. not we from our
11: end we have to, we have of to, course you course have
5: to cleanse these guys <laughs> you and you <laughs> cleanse them <laughs> right? yeah. we
11: had to force the power of positivity mm-hmm. down people's throats I mean even 365
5: <laughs> 365, <laughs> 365
11: days uh, ago at Wrestlemania we were getting booed out of the stadium and then the next day at Raw we were getting booed out of the building and then you fast forward uh, you know 365 days later and people are buying Booty shirts and Booty boxes and B- talking Budeo's about Booty
4: so you're drinking
11: booty in the morning you know yeah. What I'm yeah. Saying? So,
12: uh, Dude, get
4: your hot cup yeah. of booty. Yo, now,
11: now, the power of positivity done worked <laughs> y'all and came around. Yeah. <laughs> one of
4: the things I enjoy the most is hearing little kids say "bootios" like demanding "bootios" oh, yeah. and and uh, that's real <laughs> and weird. Their parents but... smiling.
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. The parents right. are into it as well. Smiling or gritting their teeth, they're like, I have to now explain to my kid what uh, "bootios" uh, means. Yeah, it's cereal, right. But it means whatever you want it to mean. Exactly.
12: Right. The bootios are loose. within you. We just
11: we keep it loose. The is yeah. loose, you know. The bootios are loose. I keep it tight.
12: I
1: keep it tight. Keep it tight. In life, <laughs> we should strive for a loose booty. Well, oh, yeah,
11: right. Now, no. strive
4: for it, but no. if it's loose, you can your booty also, you know, uh, make sure you ain't booty. We accept all kinds of booties: yeah. uh, loose, tight, in between, in fat. Between. Everything. I like a fat person. <laughs> fat?
11: Yeah. Fat and juicy? Every, every booty is different. Fat, juicy booties? Yeah. Yeah. Every, booty is, di- every yeah. booty is
12: different. Like a That's steak. The right
11: thing. It's like life. Ste-
12: yeah, just like a steak. Yeah. Medium, medium, yeah. Medium, medium rare. Yeah. 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 Uh, flame,
11: flame rare, what's the new steak? Oh, they uh, talk about? Yeah. Blue, blue rare?
12: Blue rare, blue rare. Blue rare. What what is is that it's, about? it's just yeah. seared, but it's rare on the inside. That's right. That's crazy. like I'm taking a lighter to it. Yeah.
11: That's cooked. That's crazy. I don't trust that. Yeah.
12: Do you go that raw? I go medium. I mean, I go raw. Right. Ah. Oh, baby, you like it raw. Yeah.
11: yeah.
1: Oh, ODB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I <like> it raw.
11: You
1: <laughs> What? We love what ODB. Happening?
4: ODB, tribute, <laughs> Yeah. ODB.
1: Like you know, we are talking about music. Earlier we had Bray Wyatt on. And we were talking about Rage Against the Machine how he does feel like certain artists do help inspire what he does in the ring as mm-hmm. far as what the character is. Yeah. How about for you guys? I would imagine that there's got to be some inspiration outside of the wrestling world that yeah, that bleeds sure, over sure. into what you guys are doing. Huge.
4: Yeah, the cool thing is uh, we have a long leash when it comes to uh, promos and all the nonsense that we say, so we get to just plug the things that we enjoy, uh, which is very cool. So Woods will always, always drop uh, a video game reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. uh, and we all, we all love hip-hop as well, and I'm a big hip-hop head as well. So well, and the Tribe Called uh, Quest like, yeah, just yeah, the that tribute cool. that you did was uh, just and I, and top I got, notch. I got to meet uh, Consequence afterwards so I didn't realize he was even in, in the building. We did it uh, at MSG and we did it again uh, in Brooklyn a few yeah. years later. But uh, it was cool because I, I for me as a kid I remember a Tribe Called Quest uh, records that like uh, really spoke to me. Like stressed out is still one of my favorite songs. So yeah. it's uh, it's it's cool to look back at the things that really moved you when you were a teenager, and now you're able to meet some of these people who like put these records together, and they're fans of what you do, and that's pretty wild to to think. Uh, of, of like 14 year old me listening to a right. tribe record and then meeting in consequence later is, is cool.
1: And getting to use a microphone in front of hundreds of thousands of people yeah. on television and there's people <laughs> yeah. there to be able to do a tribute, which is just awesome. Yeah,
4: and then uh, I think uh, uh, Joe Quinn, uh, who works with us in PR, told me, uh, I think uh, Fife's manager. I was actually in the building for that. So like, a lot of people, it was cool uh, because I wasn't, uh, it was just one of those things, like I, I just wanted to take a second to say, hey man, I appreciate what what Fife did for us as far as music, music is concerned. And uh, it, it was cool to, to hear back from people who were close to him who appreciated that.
1: Uh, I could only imagine. For you guys, you're meeting a lot of guys and is uh, there ever been someone that you were completely starstruck by?
12: Uh, mm, yeah, but know? it... It didn't have anything to do with, like wrestling, practical <laughs> jokers, right. right? Yeah. For you. Uh huh. And practical jokers for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and practical jokers. I did oh, lose yeah. my mind. I lost my, mind. Mo- <laughs> but like they're like huge wrestling fans, so we're like losing our minds like at each other. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> you're but, both uh, getting weirded out by it each was, other's fandom. It was it intense. Was quite a sight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really was. I like literally just dropped my bags and ran up to him like, Oh my God, you're Quinn. He goes, Oh my
10: God, you're Woods. <laughs> and I was
12: like, Oh, this is this is good. So we actually just had them on Up Up Down Down YouTube Gaming Channel. Right. Go subscribe ASAP. Um, but as far as just Starstruck in general, like I got, I lost my mind when I met uh, Walter Jones. He played the original Black Ranger in Power Rangers. Okay. Because I, I was at a convention dressed like the Black Ranger, like <laughs> super
4: fan type stuff. You
1: got a hightail at to Seattle. They got the big Comic Con next weekend. They do.
4: Are we're we, in LA next week. Uh, maybe a quick, West Coast, uh, quick trip from LA. <laughs> yeah, not, from it's Seattle. not that quick, is it? No, no it's, it's, couple hours, it's about, right. a couple hours. We might have know a couple
1: people that might be able to hook you up with some passes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Plane tickets? You no, know, mutual love for the, the loose booty. I'll help you out. <laughs> <Just>
4: on <count> it. <laughs>
1: I'll so, be myself, Sultan. Look, he's, he's cool, I'm down with him. <laughs> we, got, we, we both love the loose booty and the blue steak. <laughs> and like, well, well, give him a pass. They're so, so like, maybe just leave him at home. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the what?
5: Uh, loose booty, blue steak, perfect. <laughs> and he's
1: dressing like me, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for you guys now at WrestleMania. Everyone, I'm sure you're not going to share it with me, but you know, you got the the big uh, entrance. Everyone's really curious, especially for you guys. Like for me, I would I would lose my mind if you came out with like an orchestra of trombone players. Or mm. you know maybe I don't know if we yeah. could get a couple of unicorns and this should have noticed but you know they're, can, they're
12: extinct they just found their their
4: bones yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. They, yeah. The, the, there's evidence that one may have existed exi- did exist uh, did yep. exist several so years that's very crazy uh, here's here's my issue that with the uh, the entrance uh, should be really cool but I'm just worried because I'm always paranoid that. Things will eventually not work out, and and that. So right now it looks like we have something very cool on the table. Okay. But we we spent so all these interviews we've been hyping up this entrance. Uh, right. We've, we've been hyping up for, for weeks now, and if it get, if it gets cut, get, people people will be it's sorely it's, disappointed. Yeah. Well, right. I'm, my am concern, why I, my I concern is that we get to, we get to rehearsal, and then something doesn't work <laughs> out. I was like, hey man, I'm sorry, but we have to scrap it. And and now we just come out as, as normal us and people and, and what was is, what was all this months of
12: build? So it was months ago when we were doing a radio thing and you're like, oh, the entrance we have should be really cool. I was like, why are
4: you even talking about yeah. I, it? I, no, like, uh, I feel like it wasn't. I wasn't the first one. Yes, you I, were. No, I, I no, I was, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Cope was the first was one, he? and then he started it. I was like, well, uh, it was on my mind. So I, I just I stay to
12: silent it. when people ask
4: about it because I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it should hopefully as planned. It should be very memorable. I can't. I feel
12: like it would be. It would if if we get what we think we have, then it would be way cooler if there was no hype and it just happened. But now I feel like there's hype. And, like, people be like, that's cool, it's but not, so as cool as not as cool awesome as the hype makes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
4: so, yeah, look forward to being disappointed. Right yeah. on. So, yeah. yeah. It's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in Sunday to be disappointed <laughs> by the new day. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, one course. last question. I was hoping you could do me a huge favor. Yeah. Uh, so we do a segment on our show called Facebook Drama where we find actual Facebook posts. Ooh. And we recreate them. Like oh, we, wow. We, we pull out our thespian muscles. And okay. I was wondering oh, if you would be up for reenacting a Facebook drama. The thespian muscle is huge. Yeah, Big he has got a huge
4: thespian muscle. Pause that.
0: Now, it's time for Facebook Drama!
1: Once again, this is our opportunity to point out some of the stupidity that is happening on Facebook. These are actual Facebook posts and the drama that unfolds as acted out by us. But this time around, we've got a couple of friends from the WWE helping us. We've changed the names to protect the innocent or the stupid. But playing the roles this time around working their thespian muscles. We're going to have Kofi, Kofi Kingston from The New Day, all three members of The New Day. We have Kofi playing the role of Hank. We're going to have Big E be Max. Xavier Woods, you're going to be Fred, and I'll play the role of Rob. So Hank, a.k.a. Kofi Kingston, take it away.
6: Seriously,
10: who stole my money? Huh? What? to be one of you. Me? One of us? The fact that you guys aren't even replying confirmed it. You owe me money. I want it back. Cash. Money. Now. What the hell are you talking about? Hank, are you drunk? Yeah, yeah, Hank is hammered.
5: And Hank wants his money back. Hank is talking in the third person. Hank, (laughs) you don't want to mess with Hank. Why did anyone be blind to Hank?
1: Because we don't want to be accused of
4: stealing money, you dummy. How much was stolen? Thirteen dollars out of my wallet. Thirteen bucks? All this over thirteen bucks? Come
12: on, Hank. Hank, go take a nap and sleep off being drunk. It's only 11
10: a.m. Hank found the money. <laughs> Oh well, where? <laughs> it fell on the floor. Hand was
12: standing on it. Ink, turn off the cash lock and go to bed. And
1: and see, that end scene. And, and that's oh Facebook my. drama oh with the new my. date. That was very booty.
11: And it did say hand at the end. It's I didn't, it's I didn't a that was a typo. My yes. name it is hand. Yes, yes, it does. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you
1: guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are, are we? Uh, just about done, but uh, our man, AJ Francis from the Seahawks, we're right, hanging out also not only on the BJ and Migs in the morning, but you're hanging out on my podcast, yeah. man, the Migs cast. Yeah,
13: man. I'm glad to be here. Are,
1: are we going to have to any, any issues with uh, Aaron and Glenn from uh, jobbing out? Are they going to be upset that you're uh, – No,
13: nah, ma- I mean, I'll just make sure that you got you to gotta cut them a check too, you know. It's a, it's a team deal. <laughs> Dude,
1: I, I, I said it on the air, and I'll say it. If you are a wrestling fan, you have to check out jobbing out. I appreciate that. It's – I just love the way that you just hold, don't hold back with the way that you talk (laughs) to those guys, and I think they're great, but when you're on and the three of you are going, and then you just start going off, I think it's some of the funniest. It's like how we would be in a living room talking about wrestling is is the vibe that I get from jobbing out. Yeah,
13: it just doesn't – like, to me, so many people have – like, you're allowed to have an opinion about something, but just because it's your opinion doesn't make it a fact. Right. Like, people – Believe like people might truly believe that Roman Reigns is bad. That's not a fact. He's he's actually fantastic. There's a reason why Triple mm-hmm. H is trying to get him over because he knows that he's a superstar. He performs with all the best people all the time. I agree, but he man. just gets booed because he's not Daniel Bryan. I mean, that's the only reason he started getting booed.
1: I have another theory on that as well. We were talking about on the on uh, when we were having dinner last night, and I and I feel it's the CM Punk effect. If you remember when he did that interview with uh, Cole Cabana, which was yeah. an awesome interview, but he made it a Point. There was a couple people he pinpointed, but one of them was Roman Reigns. He's like, "Oh yeah, we always have to make Roman look strong." And I feel like that put a bad taste in the mouth of the obsessive wrestling fans, like we are. Not for me because we've had him on before, and I think he's awesome, and yeah. I do enjoy what he does in the ring, and I think he's gotten a bum deal for the Daniel Bryan stuff, and I'm a huge Daniel Bryan fan. But you know, more than one person can have the moment in the
13: exactly. Sun. That's the funniest thing was that before Daniel Bryan got his WrestleMania moment, people always complained about how, oh we need to make more stars, we're not making stars, we need to make more stars so then they make Daniel Bryan, then the next year instead of making a new star in Roman Reigns, they wanted Daniel Bryan to stay the star, good
1: point. Yeah. doesn't make sense it, 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 when wrestling fans are never happy no, and and I always argue with this, sometimes when people get all worked up about the story, I'm like, let the storyline breathe, Yes, dude. Right. I mean, there are times where we are so quick to dismiss a story it's like, well, we don't know what the twists and turns are going to be, they, they could be the most awesome twists and turns, but because you're the and you even brought it up in your last episode, and I I love that you brought that up when you said the Brooklyn co- crowd for a Raw was embarrassing. They're terrible. And I grew up in Brooklyn. and I love Brooklyn people. Like you know, but like I, I watch that and I'm just like, can you just let these they wrestlers- make it about themselves? They do. Like you're not in the ring, dude. Shut the hell up. Right. We don't need to hear you chant <laughs> random crap. It's not. It's not funny. No one wants cool. to hear a Byron Saxton chant <laughs> ever. Right. It was funny one time.
13: <laughs> it was funny and I right. did laugh. I can't lie. I did laugh when they chanted Byron Saxton. But like, dude. Let these guys, these guys are in the ring. They not were like chanting, they were chanting boring during, uh, uh, Charlotte and, and, uh, Becky. And that was a great match. And it was a great nice match. Up. It's, it's terrible, man. Uh, it really it,
1: is. It gets frustrating. And, I, and that's why I love about, like, like we had, uh, Sam Robertson and, P- and Peter Rosenberg. And I feel like you guys are doing podcasts that are making it, it's not just about talking about wrestling and being serious about wrestling. It's like, you know what? We're all just, we joke around about this. Why can't we joke around about it on audio entertainment? Yeah. And, uh, like I mentioned this morning, the all right, I got to ask you because we have a few minutes. Um, you do the interview with Bret Hart. Yeah. And he's saying all this crazy stuff. This the, the story about WrestleMania 13 yeah. is just phenomenal. Yeah. The, even bringing up the Nasty Boys in the yeah. program that he, I was like, oh, that's so cool that he even. And I saw. Them. And the
13: crazy part is, I I saw it was so random. I saw the Nasty Boys in my hotel today, and I was talking to them yes. about it. And I was talking to them about it, and they were like, oh, he was talking about that match. That's, that's I cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So
1: I mean, you have all this going on, and when the when you guys hung up the phone and you were done with the interview, I was on the plane. I remember I meant to. I was like, I gotta text AJ when I get off the plane, cause I gotta, cause you asked me, hey, what'd you think of the interview? I'm like, I'm gonna listen on the plane. I felt the same way you guys did. Like the the, the Kevin, you'll love this. Like they hang up the phone, and all they could do was like there was that pause. Like did that really just happen? And then three grown men like we really, really just be. call Hulk Hogan a piece of shit. Right. And we're all and they're all going. That was awesome. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, that was awesome. Like I was jacked on the plane, which is maybe not a good idea. But, but I was just like, oh, man. That, And I've interviewed Brett in the past. I've heard many interviews with him. Hands down, and I'm not saying that because you're here. I'm saying that because I was listening. It was... The best interview with Bret Hart. Oh, thank you, man. I mean. And that has a lot to do with you because I think he felt comfortable because you guys broke down when you met him.
13: One thing I've learned, and I didn't expect this, um, one thing I've learned from uh, meeting, I've met, ever since I've been in the NFL, I've met a lot of wrestlers
1: and. Take advantage of the
13: opportunity. Yeah, and a lot of the wrestlers have, I don't know if they have a comfortability with not just me, but just professional athletes in general because like you understand the grind and you understand what the life is like and not everybody does so like they feel like they can open up more Mm -hmm. when they're around you and they're more comfortable around you and plus a lot of them were athletes in the past so there's the connection there so i brett i met brett and we just hit it off i mean i met him before it was actually before we killed the ravens and uh in Baltimore this year when we played played them in Baltimore. Um, And he was just in Baltimore that time, and it just worked out through a mutual friend. He came and visited the team, and he talked with Russell and Pete, and he talked with a whole bunch of guys, came over and and took pictures. And I just sat down with Bret Hart at a dinner table before a game, and – went out and talked to him about wrestling for three hours and it was wow. the greatest night
1: ever <laughs> well, i remember i got it it must have been around the same time i got a text yes. from uh your teammate luke wilson who yes. on our show a lot and we've in the past talked about how he wants to be bret hart for halloween as his favorite wrestler and we always geek out about wrestling when we have him on he sends me a text he's like bro I just met Bret Hart. Yeah. And like, literally like a week after we were talking Look about
13: you're, it. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Was that because of you, too? Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. because awesome. my buddy, my buddy Tory Smith, who plays for the Niners, we um, used to play for the Ravens, but we went to his college in Maryland together, and he has a uh, a guy that he knows that's like Brett's manager named okay. Paul, mm-hmm. and it just happened to work out that, Paul got my number from Tori and said I'm with Brett and he would like to meet Coach Carroll. Do you think you could make that happen? I was Damn. like, uh, yeah. Duh. Right. <laughs> does this mean I get to meet Brett too? <laughs> okay, then absolutely I can Damn. make that happen.
1: <laughs> wow. Dude, that is so badass. Yeah, dude. That is unbelievable. Just, a, I mean, the opportunity to do something like that. And, and even if you're not a wrestling fan, I would imagine you know who Brett Hart is. So yeah. for any of the other players that are there, like, okay. Who's
13: the best dude? there is, the best there was, the best the there, best there will ever will be. He has some of the best monikers ever
1: the excellence of execution oh, yes the excellence of execution perfect <laughs> and i love the part where you're like oh could you always call yourself the main event yeah. on the podcast and you're like this time around mid-card yes dude because
13: <laughs> nice. i i do i always have, I have this gimmick where i come on and they're, they're introducing me and i'll go the main event. 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 I have an echo for some reason. Nice. And It's important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I do it, I always do it, but then we had an actual WrestleMania main event on the show, so... You can't do it, Yeah. No. Yeah, I can't call myself the main event like with Brad Hart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to wrap things up for the podcast. Uh, thank you for hanging out in the morning and also hanging out here. We, I'm sure we'll run into you at some of these events. Oh, we got to grab a beer uh, oh, at some sure. point during this weekend. That would be awesome. Uh, AJ Francis from the Seahawks... Check out his podcast, Jobbing Out. Kevin, thank you for joining me. Of thank course. You. AJ Styles, The New Day. Oh, man. Uh, Sasha Bray, Banks. Sasha. Bray, all of them. Uh, Samoa Joe, uh, Apollo Crews, all the guys that swung by. Damn, you guys have a hell of a show. It's yeah. been a busy morning. <laughs> Not a bad thing, though. I mean, as a wrestling yeah. man, this is a hard job. We yeah. talked to arms. the hardcores, man. We talked to the the superstars, man. It's been a blast. So yeah. thank you for listening to MixCast, and, uh, and have a great weekend. Stay positive.